What we do here is go back, 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 back. Hello, how are you? Welcome back. Nice to have you here. I'm Ali Hassan, Marco Timpano, with a with a very Oddly sexy timber in his voice is going to is going to speak to you in moments. How are you? Ali wakes me up so early in the morning that I don't have time to have my whiny voice on. I only have my my sexy, <laughs> my sexy evening voice on. Uh, we all win. We all win. Um, we are doing an episode today on uh, eating on the road, road tripping, and fueling yourself up. This is. Uh, the month of August is upon us, and a lot of people take time off in August to go on little road trips. I think air travel is, there's many reasons why air travel is more of a pain in the ass than ever. So people drive more often. Um, of course, you can't escape gas prices. Listen, it's a crazy world out there, but uh, people do take time off. Yeah, there's something called construction holiday in certain provinces in um in, in Canada, where people definitely take time off, and uh, you got to eat on the road, and it's tough. And Marco, you just got back from the road. You did an actual road trip. Right? We took a road trip trip this last weekend to Jamestown, New York. It's about three and a half hours away from where I live in Toronto, and it was wonderful. Uh, we had a great time. We went to the comedy, uh, the National Comedy Museum. Oh, okay. So I was going to ask you, what does one do in Jamestown, New York? Is that was that the was that the goal to go to this National Comedy Museum? No, it wasn't actually. It was to go to Lilydale, which is a town of mediums, so like psychic mediums, mm. and that's twenty minutes from Jamestown. But um, my wife Amanda, who I often mentioned, could not find lodging in Lilydale, so we went to the closest town. And and this be- search for mediums, were you looking to speak to a medium and and connect with people in your past lives? I mean, listen, uh, we were open to it, but we Amanda had seen a documentary, a docu series on this town, and was like, "Oh, I want to check out this town of mediums." So. She had been saying it to me, and then I was like, all right, let's go on a road trip this weekend. And she's like, this weekend? And I was like, yeah. So I gave her very little time to prepare. I was just like, let's just go. And and so she's like, okay, on Wednesday, she's like looking for, looking online for lodging. She finds a place, and then she's like, all right, I booked a lodging. Let's go. And she was really excited because it was so last minute. And we went, and we walked around the little hamlet of Lilydale. We went into their uh, meeting rooms or whatever you call the, the great assembly hall where they had like, you know, karaoke slash readings where they would sing a couple of songs and they would go out to the audience and connect with loved ones. We did not get connected with our loved ones. Maybe we're not loved Ali. What can I say? Uh, I'm glad you're saying it. Uh, yeah. you look, I'm looking up, uh, Jamestown, New York. One of the first thing that comes up Marco and I, I hate to ruin your road trip retrospectively, but the crime rate is very high in Jamestown. One one has a chance of becoming a victim of either violent or property crime. Uh, one in twenty eight is your uh, is your. That's. Did you? Were you? The victims Was I of aware? crime? Yeah. Well, I, you weren't the victims of a crime. No medium stole your money, so I'm no. happy to hear that. No, no, but, no. Uh, did you feel like you were in a dangerous place? You know, it's interesting, Ali. Like I said, I didn't do much research before we went. And when we were crossing the border, the border crossing um, guard or, or officer 
turns to us and goes, why are you going to Jamestown? And we're like, oh, we're going to the National Comedy Museum, as I mentioned, and the Lucy and Desi Arnaz Museum. And he's like, are you guys taking drugs with you? Do you have guns? Why Why are you going to Jamestown? It's all full of drug addicts oh and whatever. God. And I was like, what? So at that point, I asked the border guard. I'm like, no. And he really searched through our bags to see if we had weapons or anything untoward, right? And he's, and he's like, I'm like, should we not be going? I got a little concerned because this guard, and he looked ex-military and no nonsense and beard. He looked like if you cut off um, Texas Rangers arm and another body grew, a younger body grew from that, that's what he kind of looked like. So I was like, oh man, right? He's like, no, you'll be fine. And I was like, I wasn't, it didn't, it didn't inspire confidence. He kind of sized me up and he's like, mm, I don't know. You might be a victim, but good luck to you. So then and, he let us on our way. To our listeners, the, the, the risk of recording early also is that you might hear Marco say things like he didn't inspire confidence, which no, is, he didn't. Uh, which is uh, inspiring, but with a violent object like a spear. I guess. I don't know what's happening there. He didn't inspire. Okay. Yeah. So that is hilarious, man. I've never heard yeah. of, you know, a, 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 the town name triggering a border guard yeah. in that way. That must, that must be a terrible reputation, that place. Yeah, and also, they, it's very funny because Amanda and Marco are the least drug-using, uh, drug-selling-looking people you've ever seen. So uh, if they're looking through your bags, what chance does somebody who you know fits a profile have? Yeah, so – and, you know, Jamestown is not a big – urban city it's like a town amongst a lot of farms and mm. fields and whatnot right but you can see that it has been affected and i want to say by by op- opioids it looks like like a lot oh, of the gosh. stores have kind of closed down there was a lot of industry there and you could just see these buildings closed down the <laughs> one thing that really caught my eye was there was a an old family video store that was very large that had closed down. And I said to Amanda, how long has the family video been closed that it hasn't been occupied by another company for that sign to come down? Right. So you could certainly sense that, but when you were in the downtown core, let's say it felt pretty safe. Um, you know, we just went to those museums and we had a bite to eat. We didn't really hang out. We kind of stayed at our, at our hotel and then we went to Lilydale and that was it. It was just a, a little two day weekend jaunt. So we were fortunate that we did not see any crime nor did crime happen to us. But it's you can certainly uh, sense that it was a it was a depressed area. Yeah, you've touched on something which is depressing both to me and our listeners, uh, Marco, I'm sure, which is this um this very common, you know, you almost want to say it's a story as old as time. It's not. Sure, it's a very, no. it's a much more recent story of the factory closes, the mine closes, the plant closes, those cities that have the one sort of big draw, right? And then what happens is the main street on that, in that town, you've got maybe a farm, a pharmacy left, Maybe yeah. a grocery store left, but the florist is gone. The, yeah. the shoe store is gone. The, yeah. And I, I've been to towns like that, and it's it's no mystery why opioids become. So I mean, people just feel helpless and 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 sort of rudderless, right? And you get this option to kind of like 
forget about your troubles and take some drugs and then the drugs get worse and heavier and heavier. So that's said, I'm glad you avoided all of that. It's very interesting to me that in all of that, the picture that you painted and that I (laughs) put some extra finishing touches on, there's a comedy museum, a national comedy museum. Why does it exist in Jamestown of all places? Okay. So you've heard me talk a little bit about, you know, the, how, how sad Jamestown can be, but let me also highlight how wonderful Jamestown can be. Cause I don't want, I don't, I'm not the type of person to knock other cities or places. I love traveling and I really love exploring. So now let's put all that aside. I also want to say that I think the opioid, o- opioid crisis has a lot to do with how Oxycontin was marketed by Purdue, but that's my oh, own yeah. personal thing. So oh, no, uh, watch, the, watch the the series with Michael Keaton and you'll get some insight. Dope in sick, that. buddy. Yeah. One of the greatest things I've watched in the last oh, five years. Dope sick he's is so great. phenomenal. He's yeah. so great. Okay. Anyways, but Jamestown, let's talk about Jamestown in a positive light. Okay. So uh, Jamestown is on the map because Lucille Ball was born there. So, and as a child, uh, you know, growing up, always being connected to comedy and loving comedy, that was the first big comedic star that I remember as a kid that was born close to where I live. Because at that point, we didn't have a lot of Canadian uh, comedians who were really, you know, in the zeitgeist. Maybe Rich Little. I don't know if you remember Rich Little, a hero oh, yeah, of, sure. of Ali's. But mm-hmm. that was maybe the one that was kind of like really on the map. Other than that, you really didn't know. So for me, there was this connection. Oh, Lucille Ball's not far from where where I grew up, you know. And so I always knew Lucille Ball was there. And so they, I knew that they had the Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz Museum there. And then when we were looking into it, they have the National Comedy Museum. And we're like, okay, you know, it's going to be a fun little quirky museum. It opened, like, I think in 2021. And it is a fantastic, large-scale, comprehensive, interactive museum. One of those museums you go to and you're like, this is a great museum. In fact, it's the kind of museum where we didn't have enough time to see everything. And I can't wait to go back to see more in that museum. Yeah. And just opened during the pandemic. I think I, I think I even said to them, or or it was opened in in twenty twenty, just before. I said, "You guys opened during the pandemic," and the person in front said, "Yes, we had to really do some things, but it worked out." And I was like, "Wow!" And it's okay. large, and there's a lot to see. It's fantastic. I uh, I'm thinking about this is you know not on everybody's radar, but I'm thinking about. A road trip, if you're within driving distance of, you know, upstate New York, a road trip that involves a comedy museum and then going to Cooperstown, New York, and going to the Baseball Hall of Fame. I feel like that would be like, uh, you know, in our family anyway, that'd be a a pretty exciting road trip. Wow. I didn't know you were that much into baseball. I, uh, I get, I get in, I, I go through waves. Okay. Baseball is like a part of the foundation of what I loved as a young person. And then I was like, I'm not really a baseball fan. I was just a Montreal Expos fan. It turns out. And now I'm like, I don't, I think I could just watch. I'm at a place where I can just watch two teams that I don't even know that well play baseball. I just, wow. How are your really Expos doing? Uh, they're doing great. Thank you for asking. <laughs> <laughs> they're defunct to those of you who don't uh, know baseball history. They no longer exist as of, uh, I, I think we're going on 20 years at this point. Not important. Now yes. let's, we, you kind of did an interesting sales pitch for Jamestown there in the end. I want to know about how did you eat? Can people eat well on this road trip that you took? Okay. So the finest Parisian food from foie gras to tartare 
to, uh, you know, Burgundy, anything Burgundy wine, you cannot get in Jamestown. Let me tell you that. Okay. 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 So (laughs) your options are not vast or varied or anything that has a V in it. So I remember Mm -hmm. asking the person, um, because when once we realized that the museum was so large and vast, we're like, we need to eat lunch because we've only seen one small section of the museum and we're not going to get through it. So we asked, where can we go? And she's like, the pub or the cherry lounge. And to me, the cherry lounge sounds like either a strip club or a really elegant, fine kind of, you know, yeah. Fun dining something. We're it on the edge it. of our seat. Which one was it? It was, it was neither. neither. Oh. It was as if you had a, a honky tonk that kids could go to. And I never knew what a honky tonk was till I went there. And we walked in and there was an older man with a ponytail and his companion who were screaming about Trump or something political. And we're like, what are we going to do? And we're like, we're just going to carry on because we saw tables with kids too. So we're like, it can't be that bad. So we 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 went to a a table. We got a table. We sat ourselves down. It's all wood uh, with surprisingly a lot of um, Buffalo Bills posters and stuff up. Okay, felt sure. like it felt no, like that's a, not that surprising. I mean, you are no, in you're right. You're not. You're right. You're right. New York. Yeah, you're right. 100% and uh surprising to me cuz who cares but anyways uh uh so so it felt like a sports bar meets honky tonk meets maybe a saloon from the past so nothing we're like cherry loungy about it nothing cherry not even no lounges, a cherry coke a was cherry. available not even a maraschino not no. even a bottled cherry was available to us okay and i have a problem with when you have something like that in your title i expect to see it on the menu like when we went to this this chain restaurant called crabby joe's i said to amanda i can't wait i love crab and she's like i don't think you're gonna find crab on crabby joe's menu i'm like what are you talking about it's called crabby joe's there's got to be crab right yeah she's like you were when when the menu came and you saw there was no crab she goes i just saw your face fall so i just had this i don't know this hope this dream that there would be cherries of some sort cherries cherry pie pie. pie. nothing nothing there's nothing cherry or cheery about this bar so Mm -hmm. we're like what's good here and they're like the wing, Amanda looks up on Yelp. It's like, don't get the burgers. And I really wanted a burger. And I'm like, damn. She's like, okay, the wings are great. I like, I just had wings yesterday because we're in Western New York and you got to have wings in Western New York. The closer and, you are to Buffalo, for those who don't know, Buffalo, the, the, the Buffalo wings, right? This, this yeah. is the, the, the anchor bar in Buffalo, um, fashion themselves as the originator of the wing, but then you just kind of get caught up in the hype. I totally get it. We were going to go to a Sabres game, this um, a Buffalo Sabres game this past winter, and it was like a rite of passage. We were going to have to also go and eat wings in Buffalo, so I totally get that. And so now you're double, you're you're back to back, bang bangs on the wings. No, Amanda got the. She goes, "I'll get the wings," and I'm like, "Great!" Uh, and, threw and I'm like, "On the grenade." Yeah. And and then somebody said, get the onion rings. They're great. So we got onion rings and I got whatever the hell I got. Um, I can't even remember what I got. It, clearly it wasn't memorable, but I ate half her wings because I'm like, okay, let me try some of this. Let me try that sauce. Because she's like, I'm, I'm going to get 10 wings and I want half one sauce, half the other sauce. I'm like, great. So I uh, had her wings. They were great. I can't yeah. remember what I had. It was okay. It was serviceable. But two days of wings, you know. And the carrot sticks and celery did not look like they were just cut off the vine. Let me tell you that. So like, it's like, I'm not getting any, anything green or healthy in me. Right. Uh, so 
Yeah, and that that brings us to you know the crux of what we're talking about today. And I, I just I kind of you know I think we talk about this enough. Like I am constantly trying to you know it's August first, right? I'm like, yeah. hey man, I've got to. It's the first of the month. It's it's the final month of summer, yeah. technically. Yeah. And I've got to I've got to change the. I got to get this ship back into the ocean and and smoothly uh, chugging along. I I, I got to fix things as a. And with that in mind, I view every road trip with uh, just fear and trepidation. And we are going to head out uh, to uh, Stratford, Ontario. Oh, We're going to go to Guelph, Ontario. These are wonderful places. We're going to go for various shows and things like that. But it's with the kids and it's like, you know, you can't be, first of all, financially, you can't be doing fine dining with the children everywhere. Yeah. And then you see something, a pizza place has 50% off every Wednesday. Morning. Right. God, I guess we're having pizza. So uh, we find ourselves in these disaster zones quite a bit. And so what I wanted to talk about was also ways around this. And it's not, yeah. it's not easy. I mean, I think, you know, it's part of the, when you have kids also, it's part of the, the fun. We don't, sure. we don't have fast food hamburgers for the kids on a daily basis. That's pretty rare. You know, um, I, I, I th- they would consider me a failure as far as a hamburger maker. Also, it's only a few times a year. It's when we open up the barbecue, they go to their grandparents constantly making, they call them like kebab burgers. They're like, you know, Pakistani Indian spices in a, Yum. but it's very much a hamburger and it's very delicious. But we don't do that. So they are excited. We don't make fries at home. So they're right. like, oh, my God, French fries and hamburgers. This is the best. So you don't want to you know, completely rob yourself of that. But, yeah, there definitely has to be a balance. So I wanted to ask you also, I have some some things that I But to uh, be fair, I to be fair yes, please be Ali, fair. you also, uh, apart from the trips you're going to take with your family on the road, you're all often on the road yeah. alone. So this is something you can really speak to because you travel great distances by car, but also, you know, plane and whatnot, right? So you're constantly totally. traveling. And often when you're in a hotel, you know, when I was in Alberta, I, I, I was going to be in uh, three different cities over five days. So I was like, okay, I'm going to make this hotel my home base. Right. And that, that hotel was a little bit close to the airport too. So I'm like, I'm just going to go to these cities. And even though it's a two hour drive back at night, I'm going to come back to this hotel so I can go to the, you know, airport the next one. But that hotel, and sometimes you really have to, and you know what I'm going to say, I'm going to preface all of what I'm going to say by, by, by quoting that, uh, very, Bible. Very valuable book called the Bible. Uh, this oh, wow. might be in the Bible. Moses said know. this on his journey across the. <laughs> he may have. I'm not well versed enough to know if he did or didn't. Okay. But one of my favorite things to say is failing to plan is planning to fail, and so that is absolutely critical. So I failed in in one way because I was going location close to my shows, location close to the airport. But then I get to this this uh, hotel and. Um, there was one sushi place nearby. I was like, that's great. I'll have that. That's a nice, I didn't check the hours. They close right. at like eight, you know? Yeah. And so I'm coming back from a show. It's going to be kind of late. Sure. I, I don't want to eat before a show. So now it's 10 and I'm quite hungry. Oh man. 
and and the venue has given me uh, macadamia nuts and chocolates and some other like uh, you know it's it's a great package of stuff that has zero nutrition and doesn't mm. really belong in in the world of you know nourishment. And so now you think you just walk from your hotel. There was all these restaurants. So what are you left with? You're left with the equivalent of the, you know, uh, the cherry lounges. The cherry lounges of Calgary are the ones left open. Yes. And when you need them to be open, God bless them. Thank you for being open. However, your options are what you just described. It's burgers and wings and and pizzas. and, and, And worse still than all of that, chain pizzas and burgers yeah. and, and, and why is that worse because it's completely formulaic it's designed at hq it's not like it is none of it is designed with your health in mind so it gets very very difficult and also i don't know if i told you this story i don't think i told the story in this podcast but you also go and you think you'll find your your familiar thing you know i, right. I was in whitehorse in the yukon and there's this Donair restaurant and they have Donair and shawarma. I'm like, perfect. I'll just have right. a shawarma that does not have to be um, particularly unhealthy. And um, the first question the guy asks is, do you want Monterey Jack cheese on your shawarma? I'm like that. What hell have I? And where, where does that make any sense? Anyway. Um, but yeah, they, and then I go, I'll just have that tahini sauce. He goes, that's not tahini. That's yogurt dip. I'm like, okay. Squeezes it out. Thick Good. as molasses. Yes. I'm like, that's not from a container of yogurt. I'll tell you that much. I don't know what that, there's, there's a thousand ingredients in that thing. So like, even when you're trying to make the right decisions, it gets very, very challenging. But, but number one thing I will say is planning to fail. Failing to plan is planning to fail. Yep. You have to be prepared. And I think you guys, even though you just described you and Amanda did a real last minute trip. I'm sure you did the best you could in the car, on the phone, on the internet. Like, where can we go? What can we do? But the more time you spend doing that, I think the better off it is. I agree 100%. And Because you're ruining your own vacation sometimes, right? By day four or five, you're like, I feel run down. I feel awful. I haven't got – I just need a salad. Where can I – I don't know if you've ever been in that position. Ali, it was this trip because I had been eating eating wings like it was like my job to eat wings. And then it was like, I can't. Did you get a promotion? <laughs> yeah. No, Did your I salary go my, up? My arteries gave me a demotion. But it was yeah. like, oh, man. Okay. So I'm not one to eat salads. Like, I'm not like, bring me a big salad and that'll be my meal. But on the way home, we stopped at a Bob, Ev- a Bob Evans, which – I, for a chain restaurant, they had a great salad. I was tell really me about happy Bob with- Evans. I, I I've driven by Bob Evans, and I, every time I'm like, "What is a golf store doing here?" In yeah. between, I always think it's a golfing outlet shop. Listen, Bob, who is Bob Evans? First of all. Look, I don't know the history of Bob Evans. I don't know okay. his story. I've eaten there, but, <laughs> but this they is- don't even say the word Bob Evans. But restaurant. from what they I've read on the Bob menu, Evans. this is what yes. I understand Bob Evans to be. Bob oh. Evans was some kind of farmer. Now, don't quote me on this, folks. This is Marco's version of what I think Bob Evans is. Was some kind of farmer who had a farm in Ohio, and he's like, "Fuck this noise! I'm going to open a restaurant." So he opens, opens a restaurant, and he gets a lot of his. Uh, food from the local farmers nearby. And he's like, I'm going to call it Bob Evans, but I'll make it look like a golf store slash barnyard feeds and needs kind of store. Right. So that always scared me away. Cause I like you, I'm like, what, this doesn't look like an appetizing restaurant. It looks like somewhere you go to get cleats. So mm. I was like, okay. I mean, it's like, but it's pretty good. So 
as I understand it, Bob Evans restaurants are only in the sort of northeastern part of of the U.S. So you'll find them in Pennsylvania, Ohio, exactly and right. parts of New York. Maybe maybe elsewhere too. Maybe as we head Virginia to Virginia, you'll see some Bob Evans, but I don't know. But they have a lot of variety. They have all day breakfast. They have certainly a lot of chicken fried, you know, steak and things like that, or, or mm. whatever you call that. But they do have salads, and I got a real ample salad because you know in the states nothing's ever small when you order it. Ample. Great salad, uh, unsweetened iced tea, and away I went, and it was fantastic. Of course, I got the fried chicken on top of it just to you know keep me honest. But um, I'm really surprised how much I, I enjoy a Bob Evans restaurant so much so that they had t- T-shirts on sale, and I bought three of them. One wasn't on sale, but two were on sale because they felt so soft. And I figured I need a little bit of, you know, sportswear in my Bob Evans collection. So now I now have a collection of Bob Evans t-shirts. Uh, one that says, I like you like biscuits and gravy. So I'm, oh, quite, I'm quite happy with my Bob Ez- Evans t-shirts. So unbelievably happy. Yeah. So anyways, that was Bob Evans. Uh, I was I was grateful for their huge salad that I was able to uh, enjoy. Okay, so uh, you know, I'm I'm kind of making a list here. Mm-hmm. I would say um, failing to plan is playing the field. Yeah. Number one tip when you're on the road yeah. to 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 help yourself, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and and plan carefully about what you're going to do. But the number two tip is, and you just uh, you know we just talked about it is for me. Don't underestimate the value of occasionally putting a salad into your, into your system. And this happened the first time I did this Canada day. Love it. July 1st, July 1st in Canada. And I had been, uh, I guess pre-partying, you know, you you can't, you can't celebrate this country enough, I guess, is what my theory was. And uh, I had been doing like three days of just, I don't know what we were doing. I think, oh, I know exactly oh. what we were doing. I know exactly what we were doing. Uh, I think it landed on a Sunday. Canada Day landed on a Sunday. But prior to that, I was hosting at the Comedy Works in Montreal. So this is like Thursday, two shows th- Friday, two shows Saturday. So it's five shows of comedy in three nights. It's late nights. It's bad eating with comedians who are sure. out of town. It's like drinking after the shows. Of course. And then after that, rather than a day of rest, drive to Ottawa from oh. Montreal where I was living for Canada Day. And it was a friend of mine, Christoph, who's a comedian who, who was driving with me. And he said a thing that I, you know, now we're going back like 15 years at this point, but sure. He said to me, I think I'm going to go order, order a salad. And I remember just being like, I thought I knew you. I, right. I don't even know you. Like, who lives inside this yes. guy? Like, what are you yes. talking about? Right. And he goes, oh, I think I'm going to order a, a, a Cobb salad. So, you know, Cobb's, it, it's it's a different look depending on where you are. Not, not you know, no two Cobb salads are, are, are made similarly, but you're getting, you know, cucumbers, corn, some chicken or, or yeah, chicken, some greens, eggs, some peppers, egg is, is typically in there and, uh, some capers maybe. So we order this Cobb salad. I, I follow his lead. I go, you're crazy, but I'm, I want to see where this goes. Right. And I think I was so malnourished. I, I, you know, it's, it's only a slight exaggeration, but it's really not that much of an exaggeration. You remember when Popeye 
when we were kids for people who remember Popeye, he'd eat the spinach and then he feels like his one arm gets muscular, the other arm, his feet. I had this Popeye reaction to this salad. I felt like my body was just like, yes, yes, you idiot. Why have you not given us it? And I just remember just being ready for Canada Day. I was just like, I am back at fully normal. Sure. I was going to say zero, but is zero a good thing? I was back. I think zero Let's for you is a good thing. Let's say 10 is the best. Okay. <laughs> I was back and ready. Like the last three days had not even happened. Right. I've, so I've, I've had this awakening in the past. So often when I'm on the road, and it, of course it depends where you are, and sometimes a Cobb salad is uh, more unhealthy than a chicken wing. Sure, so sure. You, again, failing to plan, plan, you have to sort of look at the menu. What is it? What's in your Cobb salad? And, and that's one of those things that it's made on the spot so you can substitute as well. Can I not have the blue cheese dressing yeah. on the Cobb salad, yeah. for example? You know, this kind of thing. But I will swear by a Cobb salad, but I will swear even more by a salad that we have talked about on the show, which is a salad niçoise. Yes. You can get a niçoise salad. Again, egg, but also potatoes and green beans and tuna. So it's got like this protein and carb thing and then lots of greens, sometimes olives and radishes and, oh, my God, and, and usually this lemon garlicky, garlicky dressing. I can make, I've made niçoise in the house for, for um, friends who come over, and I feel zero insecurity. Nobody's going to be like, what is are he you doing? kidding me? Yeah. This is, this is what we're having for lunch because you have this beautiful, like, medium soft-boiled eggs, right? Or so yeah. what do you call them? Medium-boiled eggs. You get good quality eggs, this beautiful color and the green. It just, it also looks like in your home, you're like, did you just, you know, flash boil these green beans? Did you just make this tuna tastes amazing? And is that a pesto that you've lined on the tuna, drizzled on the tuna? And it's, it's an amazing thing to, to present to people. It's not for maybe a party of 12, but if you have, you know, a couple comes over or something, fantastic. So when you can find stuff like that, I think that is my my second tip. Alternate with a, a salad every other day, every day if you can. Have one of your meals be something like that. Yeah, your, add your some green to your meals for. for sure. Yeah. If I can give you my number one tip before I forget, apart from what you said, failing to plan means failing to plan or whatever it was you said. <laughs> It's from the Bible, Marco. Come on. Noah said it. That's why there's a Failing plan. to plan is planning to fail, meaning right. it's as good as failure. You don't plan, right. you're, you're dead in the water. I don't care if you're traveling by plane, by car as I just did, by, by wagon, covered wagon. Stay hydrated. Make sure you have water with you. It's a good tip. We had bought, you know, those SIG bottles. We had bought two SIG bottles before we left. And then Amanda, on our way home, she had put them in the freezer. She filled them up with water and put them in the freezer in our hotel, thinking, you know, a hotel fridge with a small compartment with a freezer is not going to do, not going to freeze it completely. They burst because the freezer in that particular hotel was... (laughs) Was the kind that really knows how to. I was, I was on the edge of my seat for the. And how did it end? And you gave it so quickly. They no, burst. They okay. burst. They burst no. completely open. Yeah. So not only were they burst, but they were burst solid ice things. And so mm. by taking them with us, it melted and is all over the back uh, floor panel of the car. So, you know, mm. so we did not, we weren't hydrated on the three and a half hour drive back home. <laughs> 
Yeah. And then when you pull over to get something, it's never going to be like, can we have some water? Uh, so it was like, you know, iced tea or whatever it was. So yeah. we, we had the jitters by the time we got home. And I'm the type of person who I don't like to, I like to pull over to a truck stop or an en route, grab and go. I don't like to pull over and search in a small town for something. Whereas my wife has no problem with that. It's like that for me, that adds time to the road trip and it drives me crazy. But the problem is, especially here in Southern Ontario, depending which way you go, there's not a lot of truck, truck stops. Like, like you're like driving for quite a bit. And so my wife will be frantically looking for truck stops and she's like, there isn't any, but you know, until Grimsby, but there, there might be one if we pull over on this little town and go down five and you're like, no pulling over. Yeah. Yeah. I th- I I think I need to remind myself just pull over just go into the town the and, the world, and get yeah. and get yourself it's not the end of the world. Yeah. I think you and I are very similar in that way. I'm very focused on the destination. We yeah. got to get there. We got to yeah. get there. We got to get there. But if you break it down, you're like, "Oh, but like who cares if we don't get there at this time?" Now, sometimes it sucks cuz rush hour is going to start yeah. in that city and you're going to like that's now your vacation sitting looking at the back yeah. of a pickup truck, right? Like it's not ideal. But um my wife introduced me to this world with the children of like, why don't we stop in this town and stop right. in this town? And I think the thought was, you know, we were a family of six. Now my eldest has moved away. My second uh, elder, you know, the, the next daughter will move away. So we won't be doing any, as, as many six people road trips. Right. But when you have six people in a car, there are going to be a lot of bathroom visits. You just sure. can't avoid it. Yeah. You can't come You can't come with your bachelor vibe. Like it says, it takes five hours. I'm going to do it in four hours and 50 minutes. Like yeah. You just can't do that anymore. Um, so why not accept that there will be bathroom visits and build them in with stops in a town? Yeah. This sounds like an interesting town. They have this museum here. They have this. So we'll stop there. We can eat, we can pee, and then we can go to sure. this one that's uh, two hours away, and then we can stop in that town, right? And you're a town guy. You're like a town. So I think that could that could work for you, you know? And uh, it'll make your wife happy. You won't be as yeah. much of a miserable wretch. A- apart from uh, staying hydrated. Water is a great tip, yeah. yeah. Bring hydrating-infused snacks. And what I mean by that is don't Grapes. Think, yeah, don't bring triple-stuffed Oreos like we did as our, as our road snack. Cause that's not going to help you. That's just going to make you crash in, in an hour. Cause there's so much sugar uh, grapes. Like you said, cut up some celery and put it in a little Ziploc bag. Carrots, always fun. Cherry tomatoes, uh, maybe a pear or an apple or some fruit that can, can withstand a little bit of bumping and grinding in the car. Right. So, mm. uh, you know, Bumping and riding in the car. This is a great road trip you're describing. Uh, But you know what I'm saying? Like, like, you know, items that can withstand a little jostling and not be like turn into mush. Like I wouldn't say bring raspberries or or delicate fruit into the car. Mm. Like maybe a star fruit's not what you want to be bringing in the car. But (laughs) I don't know how much (laughs) off-roading you guys do on your road trips, but this is, uh, it's a great tip. And in in fact, it's um, one that I was going to bring up as well. So sorry, man. I think healthy, healthy snacks are great because you know what? It's just you in a car and guess what? You're going to probably eat them. Even if you're in the morning or the night before, like, I'm not going to have carrots. I never just eat carrots like that. Guess what? You're probably going to eat it when it's right there in front of you. And you're just like, it's happened so many times. I just turned to my wife and I go, Okay, what else do we have? 
It's like, I don't know, we have some peach slices, we have this, we have some dried uh, almonds. I'm like, unsalted almonds? All right, screw it, give it to me. You know what I mean? Like, you're just, I'm driving, I'm bored, let, let me eat. Uh, but I did interrupt you, Mark, when you were going to say something else on that healthy snacks front. No, uh, yeah, that's what I would say. Also, try to give yourself a bit of a rest every two hours or so, stretch and whatnot. As someone who has encountered uh, deep vein thrombosis in my life, I can tell you this, you don't want to encounter that. So what I would say is pull over every two hours, three hours, even if it's just for a moment, stretch your legs, go for a walk around the car, find a safe place, a gas station or something, even if you don't need gas, and just take a brief moment to let the blood flow so that because when you're driving you're always in the same position the same time you want to you want to kind of stretch those are those are my healthy tips for on the road travel and in the plane as well if you're on a long haul flight to australia to europe to wherever california depending where you are get up stretch go to the bathroom see what's going on in the back or the front of the plane I mean, keep your expectations low. There's not a there's not a ton going on. But did you say D vein uh, thrombosis? Deep, deep vein. Deep vein. Okay. Thrombosis. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you want to be careful with that. Yeah. Okay. I have uh, I have one last tip yeah, myself great. as well. So what so is- your your tips were water and healthy snacks that have water in them. Yeah. Um, I was uh, you know planning is important. Salads uh, occasionally uh, or or. Daily is a, I feel like is a great idea. Third tip is is both financial and health related. Oh, I like and this. It's, um, yeah. Don't hesitate to skip a meal. If you eat three meals a day, don't hesitate to be like, we don't have to have three because your your body's going to be working hard to digest road food, and while it's working hard, a good idea is to not add more food into your stomach that requires more digestion. So either you skip a meal or you do what my in-laws were famous for uh, in the 80s, which is uh, take bread and jam on the road with you. All right. So they did it so often that it became a verb in their house. Are we bread and jamming it? Yes, we're going to bread and jam it. So it's like bread, uh, some kind of nut butter and jam. And it's like, you know, semi-nutritious it's cheap sure and it's not a whole thing so you're also saving a little bit of time because you know when you go into i know you mentioned all day breakfast at bob evans uh the denny's of the world the other place you know these 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 notorious breakfast waffle house and all that it is a time suck yeah and also you're inevitably making bad choices yes right you're having triple stack of pancakes. Yeah. You're having bacon. You're having, these are not as delicious as they are. They're not the best way for you to start your day. If you are going to do a full day of touring around and seeing things. So sometimes maybe a good quality bread, some jam and some butter. And everybody just has that in the hotel room really nice and quickly. And you're on your way. And it's almost equivalent to skipping, skipping a meal in my mind. If you're comparing it to eggs and bacon, potatoes and, and, and toast. Right. So, um, I think bread and jam or just plain old skipping a meal, which might sound uh, like a horrific idea for some people, but that's where your water, Marco's water and Marco's watery snacks come in, come in handy. I think that's the way to, cause you have to think about it this way in, in my mind, you spent a lot of money and you're spending your hard earned, uh, money and time on a vacation. Yep. You want to maximize the vacation and a a good way to not do that is just burger after burger after pizza after fried chicken, right? 
as Marco proved to himself this weekend in Jamestown, New York. And as I've proved to myself more times than I care to yeah. admit. Yeah. And it, and I have to say, I hate to admit it, but you're right. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. So anything you can do before your trip is going to make your, your trip better. Because if you have that energy, not from sugary things or from horrible proteins, like a burger from, uh, you know, one of those burger shack type places, you are going to have more energy to go explore, enjoy, walk around. Like you said, when you had the Popeye salad and all of a sudden your pipe started to smoke and steam came out of your ears and your muscles got strong and you were ready for yeah. Canada today. It's going to be things like that, my friend. My wife also does something that in the moment uh, feels like absolute torture, but we'll stop for a burger and she'll be like, we don't need the fries. We don't need the drink. Yep. And I'll be like, are you... What what kind of fascist dictator did I? Of course we need the and then it's like a little back and forth, and then I have to admit, you know what? Why don't we get a large fries and split it among the four of us? And it was fine. Exactly. We didn't all need a fries. We didn't all need a drink. Really, we just were hungry. Yeah. And in general, a fast food burger. It's got like enough stuff in it to last you about three, four hours. And if it doesn't, um, it's okay to embrace the hunger a little bit once mm-hmm. in a while. No one's, no one's ever died because uh, in a four-hour period, they were only able to eat a fast food burger. There's I don't no, know about unless, that, but, but – um. no, Okay, well, look it up and let us know. <laughs> if you find out, I, I will stand corrected. But I don't think – you know, I think we just – let me just think. T- talk of McDonald's as an example. We okay. We we, we started with the, the 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 hamburger, and then okay, hamburger and cheeseburger. Sure. And then and then you go. Well, actually, what I really need is this like quarter pounder. Now, that's a burger. And then oh wait, like, I think a Big Mac is probably yeah. better, which is two patties. In it. But if you ever go back and just have a burger, especially as you get older, you know, once you enter your forties, yeah. you just have a burger. And you're like. This was, this was enough. This is enough. Yeah. I didn't I, need all the, you know, Thousand Island dressing, <clears throat> excuse me, extra bread, extra patty. Sure. Is it great sometimes? Sure. I don't recommend it on a road trip. There you go, my friend. Like, you know. There were a couple tips. of road trip pros. We, yeah, we, didn't, we didn't set ourselves up well enough, but we hit the road a fair amount. Both of us together, uh, both of us, never together, but we should, Marco. Yeah. But both of us, uh, uh, solo missions. Often Marco with his wife and often yes. me with my family as yeah. well, but, but definitely a lot of solo this year. It was a ton of, ton of time spent on the road. And you know who I, I, I get a little bit of strength from Deborah. Messing. I have a, yeah. Deborah Messing has been a hero to, uh, to all of us, not just me. Um, oh, sorry. That was rhetorical. I apologize. <laughs> It was it was redundant, of course, Deborah Messing. But also, um, I've got a buddy. Uh, he's actually my editor at uh, Simon and Schuster. He, he edited my book. He's a gem of a person. He's a vegan, and oh, no. he is fully vegan. He's not occasionally yeah. vegan, and he travels. And I'm always like, "How do you eat on the road?" And he always says, "Dude, it's not like it used to be. There's just so many options now, right?" So it's like. It's just a perspective shift because if I'm eating plant-based, I probably would have a negative. I'd be like, oh man, there's nothing to eat for me. Why am I doing this? But if you have the opposite and just like, there's so many things, there's so many different options now. And 
Yeah. I mean, look, when you're in Jamestown, New York, are there options for vegan? I don't know. But this is a, a person who goes to cities that have, you know, over half a million people typically sure. is where he finds himself in bigger cities and, um, and doesn't struggle at all anymore. He said 20 years ago, it was a struggle and now right. it isn't. So if that guy, a vegan can find food in most major cities or all major cities right. is what he says, then I can eat semi-healthy non-vegan on the road. It's just about making those smart choices. I agree with you hundred percent. So go forth in the world friends and, and, and have great vacations and hopefully, you know, you get to maximize those, uh, maximize those vacations. Don't make all the bad choices, Marco. We're kind of like, you know, you mentioned the Bible earlier, Marco, like Jesus, we suffered so you don't have yes, to. We agreed. made the bad choices agreed. so you don't have to. Learn from our mistakes. Be better than us for the love of God. Do not copy uh, what we do and, and hopefully take these tips that Marco and I wish we could follow every single time. Uh, but I do have this in a document now, which I'm going to pull Good. up every yeah. time. Yeah. I will say this. If you have tips, let us know what your tips are for uh, traveling, road snacks, you know, flying, how to stay healthy. Let us know, and maybe we'll mention them on the show. We always forget to, but, you know, if it comes to, comes to us on our social medias or in an email, we're happy to get it. And, uh, yeah, pretty excited. Pretty excited for our road trips and yours. Uh, keep, uh, keep us in your thoughts and your plans. We will see you in two weeks. Happy August, everyone. Knock out the rest of this summer like it's your job. You got like Marco it. with chicken wings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. See you again until we eat and drink again.